Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, everyone, to Tuesday. Today is the 8th day of March 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over yonder. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, you're right, Big J. I, uh, I took a nap yesterday, and it just threw off my whole internal schedule. Like, you have to have some sort of consistency, I think. But I was just, like, feeling like I was running on fumes, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a 20-minute nap. And that's all it was. 20 minutes. Feel like I closed my eyes and it just threw my whole schedule up, just completely derailed me. And now, and now I'm like yawning, and I don't like it. I can't stop. I'm like the Chili Peppers. How do I? How do I do? (laughs) Did you get sleep last night? Uh, A little bit. I mean, you know, it threw me off. Like I went to bed at my normal time, but like I felt like I laid there and tossed and turned for a while. And then when the alarm went off this morning, I did not want to get up. But I did, and then I've just been a yawn machine ever since. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't like it. And I know the only way to power through that is to, like, not take a nap and get back on my somewhat schedule. But that's what I get for mixing things up a little bit, Big J. Mix it up. I got to I gotta get on. I, I guess I'm a man of habit and schedule. The second I, I buck the trend, it starts to go sideways for me. So, lesson learned, I suppose. I know. I want to take a nap right now, too. See? Uh, but you have been, you know, you had a very st- a hard anti-nap stance for a while, and I feel like you have become a napper. Is that true? I mean, it varies. But I mean, like it's not consistent either. But I, would you say uh, five days in a work week? How many of those days are you napping on average? Two, maybe. Okay, all right. So you know, I wouldn't say then you definitely. Have I like I like guilt-free nap on Friday afternoon. Okay. Because work is done. Sure. I don't got to worry about getting up super early the next day. Um, and then maybe Tuesday. So today. <laughs> that kind of is a schedule, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, you do have a little bit of a regular thing figured out there. Uh, but we'll see if it works out. But it sounds like you're on the fence as to whether or not you're going to take a nap. We'll see. We'll see. Don't know if you'll have time. How about we set the table for today? We've got a chance for you to interact with Radio's Big J and either punish him or give him a present with a little thing called Streaming Dumbass. We're going to need your help here in just a few minutes to pick a movie for Big J to watch and review tonight. We have got your passes to Monster Jam. That show is happening both Saturday and Friday at the Idaho Center Arena. And, of course, uh, you've got the Friday night show, the matinee on Saturday, and then the Saturday evening kind of closing it up show. we got tickets to Friday night's fun at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. So, or not Amphitheater, but Ford Idaho Center Arena. So you're going to want to tune in for that, as well as additional fun and excitement, including a good old-fashioned We're Going to Hell story from Florida that should make us all proud. But we should get some music in your ear holes. Let's start with some Soundgarden. It's Black Hole Sun kicking off the morning after here on the X-Rocks. To quote System of a Down, Big J, here's something I bet you didn't know, I bet you didn't know. Uh, Today is Election Day in and around Central and South Central Idaho. Did you know that? No. Uh, Well, that is because it's not your typical Election Day. It's the kind of Election Day that nobody in Idaho cares about. It's uh, it's school district budgeting and levy day. Uh, But there are a bunch of school districts across the state of Idaho, mostly down in the 2C here in the Treasure Valley, Caldwell School District, Middleton School District, uh, a couple of others that have themselves some school levies up for election 
today. Man, I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, I know. I'm not sure why, but uh, it, it kind of, I, I guess, is par for the course for the way we treat education here in Idaho. But uh, it, it's all about the schools trying to figure out their school budget for the next two years, basically. Basically, these pass and fail levies, uh, for a majority of them, are going to be at least 50% or more approved in order to get by. They're looking to increase their budgets for the next school year because they're using the information from the census that just came out. And now they realize, okay, we have an influx of population, therefore we're going to need more money to get them the education that they need. And we have a questionable track record in the state as to whether we pass school levies or not. So hopefully we can get some people out to the polls today and vote for the kids and help out the school districts. Reminder that the state has a ridiculous surplus in money. We might as well be spending some of that money on our children and their education. The budgets typically discussed are set in the spring. They will take effect in July of this year if they pass. Most of the measures on the ballot today are two-year supplemental levies for maintaining and operating public schools in a given district. Uh, those just require a majority to pass. A couple of districts have proposed plant facility levies, which will require approval from 55% or more of voters. And then school bonds require a two-thirds supermajority, which is 66.67% voting yes for the measure to pass. It's almost like we overcomplicate the voting process, Big J. It does seem very complicated. Because <laughs> it is. Uh, but, listen, look around, educate yourself a little bit. If you happen to live in a school district that has a couple of school levies up for voting today, please go to the ballot box. It's wherever you went. If you haven't moved the last time you voted, they will be open and ready for some school bonds and levies today. Please uh, vote if you have the opportunity to do so in your district. Well, Big J, it was a complicated day for Calvin Ridley yesterday. Uh, the Falcons wide receiver, remember, did not play for a majority of the season last season after he decided to take a little bit of time away from the game of football. He was having some mental issues, and the team granted him that kind of freedom. And then it turns out that during that time away from the team, he he bet on football, uh, which is definitely not something you are supposed to do as a member of the NFLPA, which is what Calvin Ridley is, despite the fact that he wasn't playing. Now, he didn't bet much, according to Calvin. It was $1,500 total, uh, but he did bet on the Falcons, which, of course, is a team he's got inside information Yeah, that seems on. extra egregious to me. And so, uh, it basically was, it's true, it wasn't very much, and it wasn't a very long time. Basically, they found a five-day record when he was in November of last year that he bet about $1,500 on NFL games, but that's against all the rules that they have, and so the NFL has suspended him for all of next season for this particular thing. Uh, he also didn't seem too upset, saying that, quote, I, I, knew, I knew I was wrong, but I'm getting one year LOL. Uh, I don't think he planned on playing next year anyway. Uh, and so he says he'll just be more healthy when he comes back. So I'm guessing that he's kind of taking the punishment as a slap on the wrist. But this is really the first sports betting. I don't even know if you want to call it a controversy, but the first real player caught up in it since the overwhelming kind of approval of legalization of sports betting across, sure. a, not to say a majority it's of the country, but a lot more states. Not the first time. It's happened, it's happened quite a few times. Of course. I mean, it depends on who you talk to. Michael Jordan was betting on basketball. You've got Pete Rose betting on baseball, banned from baseball because 
because of it. But I, again, I feel like the Pete Rose thing was a little bit more egregious than what Calvin Ridley was doing. I mean, really, all you can find is a five-day stint where he looked like he was on vacation in a place that has legalized gambling, and he was throwing down some cash. Now, granted, you know better than that. You know you're not supposed to. I don't think they have a problem with you betting on other sports. It's just football that they have a problem with you betting on. So you just had to stay away from the one sport that you play and you'd be okay, but... Uh, we'll see. Uh, apparently, he did so on a gambling app in Florida, and so that's how it all went down. Uh, but Calvin Ridley will not be playing football, barring any kind of, you know, uh, I guess, appeal situation. But it doesn't seem like he was planning on coming back anyway. If you are a fan of the Natasha Leone film or, I guess, series called Russian Doll on Netflix, get ready. It is set to return for season two on April 20th. Got a nice little teaser trailer. Uh, with the uh, the kind of it doesn't really give a whole lot away if you're not familiar with the TV show Russian Doll I think I, I watched it it had to be when it first came out I thought it was pretty good uh, it's an interesting take on a woman who basically it's like live die repeat Big J she's stuck in this weird time loop where uh, she can't figure out why she keeps reliving the same day over and over and over again and no matter what she ends up dying and then starting it all over and then she's starting to kind of piece together how this kind of stuff is happening to her it also happens to be her birthday if I'm remembering correctly hmm. Uh, but it's an interesting kind of like, um, it's a comedy, I would say, but it's fairly raunchy as well. So uh, you can check out season two beginning April 20th on Netflix if you're into that kind of thing. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, we need your assistance. Every single Tuesday, we do a little thing called Streaming Dumbass. It's an opportunity for you the ex-listener to weigh in using the TDS Fiber text line, which movie Big J will watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. All you have to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Once you hear the descriptions to the TDS Fiber text line, the movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will watch and review for you. We keep out the stars, the studio that brought you, the title of the movie, all that stuff so that everybody is as in the dark as they can possibly be and there's no bias as to which movie is selected just based on a description given to us from the streaming service we got it from that's the fun of it big j there is a running theme throughout the today's uh three movies that theme is international women's day big j all of these movies are uh, anchored and put together by strong, resilient women that have to overcome adversity in their films. Are you ready? It's one of my favorite themes, by the way. Movie number one. A college student must draw upon all the skills taught to her by her father, who happens to be a spy. The same father that taught her to protect herself must be saved from the hands of weapons dealers. Hmm. Movie number two. A woman awakens from a coma and begins experiencing shocking visions of her own future kidnapping. It's a race against the clock as she tries to figure out who she can trust and who is trying to kill her. And movie number three. A CIA agent joins forces with a rival German agent, cutting-edge computer specialist, and a Colombian psychologist when a top-secret weapon falls into the hands of a group of mercenaries. Together, they embark on a mission to save the world while trying to stay, stay one step ahead of a mysterious figure who's tracking their every damn move. Mysterious. All of these are action-packed films. That's the also the running theme. So which movie do you want Big J to watch? Is it movie number one, the college student that needs to save her dad? Is it movie number two, the woman who sees visions of her kidnapping and has to try to stop it? Or is it movie number three, the team of agents that have to stop a group of mercenaries? 
That's your selection. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Start texting in to the TDS Fiber text line. You can try to pick the best movie for Big J or what you think would be a terrible movie to watch for Big J. It's entirely up to you which movie he sees. And then we'll let you know what the movies are and what the movie you chose for Big J is next on the x Rock. <laughs> That is Weezer Say It Ain't So here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for the exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. The votes have been tabulated. Do we have a clear and decisive winner, Big J? No, no, we don't. We got a tie. Okay, well then, is it a tie for first place? Yes. All right, well then I will have to, I mean, by rule, I guess I have to break the tie. So tell me what movie came in third place. Uh, The movie coming in third place is movie number three. Uh, that movie was called The 355. That stars oh, Jessica yeah. Chastain, Penelope cool. Cruz, all-star cast involved in there. You will not be watching that one. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Treasure Valley. Which means there's a tie between movie number one and movie number two? Yep. All right. Well, uh, I am just going to tell you uh, that you will be watching movie number two based solely on the title of the movie because I don't know if either of these movies will be any good, <laughs> but I know for a fact that it's rare that the state that we live in pops up in the title of a movie and therefore you'll be watching movie number two which means the movie that tied for first place for the listeners but did not uh, get the go is a movie called Scarlet it stars Melanie Stone and Brian Krause you will not be watching that one you will be watching a movie called Last Scene in Idaho and that stars Hallie Shepard and Casper Van Dien Big J star of Starship Troopers so you could be in for a real treat this movie is streaming on Peacock. That is where you can find it. Big J has access to this movie, and it's all about ladies kicking ass and saving the world. So if you want to go on a nice little girl power trip for International Women's Day, you can. The 355 Scarlet and Last Scene in Idaho all streaming. But you will be watching Last Scene in Idaho, Big J. Uh, I have never heard of this movie. I think it's a couple years old, but... Uh, yeah, 2018, and it's almost two hours long. Get ready to live, baby. Uh, you're going to be last seen in Idaho as well when you're done with this one. So enjoy. Uh, for the record, I do not look at the runtime when I pick these out. No, I do enjoy not. that that is the first thing that you look at. But uh, now listen, you've also been in a pretty good run of streaming dumbass movies. Dude. No, I'm watching the trailer and real bad special effects. I also don't, didn't watch that. I just looked for uh, female fronted action films that would fall in the category and this one popped up on the list and I saw the title and I'm like well last scene in Idaho has to make the cut for something called streaming dumbass yeah. so Big J enjoy the movie if you want to play the home game last scene in Idaho streaming on Peacock you can compare and contrast your review to Big J's which happens right around this time tomorrow on the morning after with Nick and Big J positive vibes only Big J you've heard the phrase yeah Are you a believer in that particular way of thinking? Like, you know, if you project optimism and positive thinking and you you hopeful and and you you think about the way things are going to turn out are going to be a good thing, that you put that kind of, I guess, energy into the universe that you'll get that back and good things will happen to you? Absolutely. Nice, man. How come you don't do it more then? I do all the time. Hmm. Boston University researchers found that when it comes to dealing with day-to-day stress, while, you know, putting out positive vibes doesn't always mean good things are going to happen to you all the time, it certainly helps you have a better outlook on stuff, which is a good thing. Uh, optimism can be 
I don't know, disappointing sometimes, of course. It can lead you to being overly positive about stuff and then be disappointed when things don't turn out the way they do. But overall, according to Boston University, if you are optimistic about stuff, you're pretty happy in your life. It's very nice. And you have you have a better way that you handle with stress than other people out there. This uh, data is especially true for dudes. Men who are more optimistic definitely have a better life balance and feel better about the decisions they make in their lives than people that are pessimistic or have a negative outlook on things or everything is terrible or, uh, you know, things are never going to get better, that kind of stuff. So maybe, just maybe, this will turn that frown upside down for some people. Yeah. Think about those positive things, those happy feelings, and put that stuff out in the universe. And Now, you won't always get that good vibes back, but maybe... At least you'll feel better about stuff. And at the end of the day, if we're not doing something that's just a little bit selfish, then what are we doing, right? Exactly. So positive vibes it up. Walk around that smile on your face and put that out into the universe and see what happens. Maybe at least it'll make you happy. Well, if uh, Major League Baseball doesn't reach a deal today, which, spoiler alert, Big J, they're not going to. Uh, <laughs> they're going to cancel the second week of the season oh, dang. by the end of the day today according to reports from USA Today and ESPN. Uh, that basically would mess things around a little bit. If no deal is reached, that's going to be a real issue as they're starting to kind of like we get to the point where, uh, yeah, it was possible that we could kind of push things out and still get a total 162, but now we're at the point where even if they do get a deal, there's no way we're getting a full baseball season. So that's probably something that everybody needs to come to jesus about so they'll figure that out today or they probably won't and so games will be canceled at the end of the business today congratulations to greg popovich big j he is now tied atop the nba's all-time winningest coach list he got his 1335th victory yesterday as the spurs beat the lakers 117 to 110 popovich is in his 26th season he will try to pass the record and basically become the winningest coach in nba history when the spurs play the raptors on wednesday i did not know this do you know who he's tied with right now as the winningest coach in the nba who has won more games than anybody else uh, no i don't don nelson which i would never have guessed i would have gone Phil Jackson. six on your side yeah can you believe he's got a second career? I, had, I had no idea I'm no moving. Don Nelson, the famous Warriors, Mavericks, and Bucks head coach, wow. uh, is the NBA's all-time winningest head coach. But now he's about to be in second place because at some point Greg Popovich will get another victory this season. So there's that. The uh, the whole brand that will not die, Big J, is the Muppets, and thank goodness for that. They are going to come back to your television, at least in a Disney Plus streaming series. It's called The Muppets Mayhem. It will be a half-hour comedy featuring Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. You know, the band that's been part of the Muppets forever? Apparently, it's a story about a junior A&R executive tasked with managing and wrangling Dr. Teeth, Animal, Floyd Pepper, Janice, Zoot, Lips, the Electric Mayhem band, as they record their first ever album. So think, Big J, get him to the Greek with Muppets. Are you in? Yeah, sure, why not? I really liked the last time the Muppets came to TV, which was kind of like the office mockumentary of yeah. the Muppet show. It was really funny and really edgy, and it had like a nice little uh, kind of sting to it, and it was good because it brought back a lot of thoughts of childhood, and it was a different kind of spin on things, and it lasted all of one season because nobody but you and me watched it. But maybe the Muppets Mayhem will find a little bit more of an audience on Disney+. Plus. It just got the green light, so it'll be a bit before it makes its way to the streaming service. But no, there are more Muppets coming, baby. 
rocks. We are going to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J, and it's a situation that maybe a couple of people can relate to. Nothing exactly, you know, I guess life-altering about it, but it's also a fairly gross inconvenience when you find that somebody's letting their dog go to the bathroom on your lawn. You know what I mean? And not picking it up. It's the worst. It's like a slap in your face. It's one thing if you have a dog and, you know, you realize that you maybe have done that. That's not okay either, but... You know, if you are walking to, like, get your mail and you notice there's, like, a big, gigantic duke in your lawn, and you're like, hang on, man, that's not my dogs. What the hell's going on here? It can certainly lead to frustration. Uh, once is an accident. Twice is maybe you're like, okay, maybe it's a couple of dogs. But three times is one of those things like, okay, something is happening here. What's going on? And so there was a Florida homeowner that had oh, that situation Florida. happen. And he's like, that's it, man. I got to figure out whose dog is taking a dump on my lawn. Time to install some ring doorbell cameras. You understand? Yeah. Get a look at stuff and see who exactly is doing that. Or if it's a, you know, uh, a, a, a once in a lifetime thing. Or a stray. Or, right. Maybe it's just a stray. Doesn't have an owner. Who knows? And so the ring camera goes up as he tries to figure out who's doing it. Uh, then, Big J, the craziest thing in the world happened. Came home and found a another dog crap on his damn front porch, and he's like, "I got the ring camera Wait, in on the porch." Yeah, he's like, "That's now I now it feels like it's personal, and I can figure out who's finally doing this because I have to have a shot of this." And he looks up the ring camera footage, and there he sure enough, around four o'clock in the morning, Big J, he sees his sixty-four-year-old neighbor Kenneth Clark Carlisle run up to his front porch, fully nude. And just squeeze out a Cleveland steamer right there on his porch. Completely buck naked in front of God and everybody. Now, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, so not everybody can see it. But that's what's happening. And he's he reali- a jog? He's I mean, realized. Well, he's nude. And it's his direct neighbor. So he thinks that he came over just to relieve his bowels on his front porch. And then he just drops the deuce and walks off. And this guy's like... I barely know this dude. I don't have a beef with my neighbor. Why is my neighbor taking a crap on my front porch? That's so weird. Let alone, like, this is clearly the same crap that's been happening in my yard. So he's been taking a crap in my yard for, like, the last couple of weeks. But it seems like weeks. this is crap escalation. Yeah. Like, yeah. it went from the yard to, to, to the porch. porch. And so he's like, what the sand hell's going on? Uh, but he decides not to confront Kenneth Clarlisle himself. He instead takes the footage to the police because he's he, this is probably the right move. I'm not sure where the negotiations begin with somebody that's completely nude crapping on your front porch. But I'm guessing he's already taken the train to Crazyville. There's no going back. Yeah. And you talking to him going, what the bleep is your problem? Is it going to fix the situation no. at all? No, you're right. And so he went right to the police and police is like, hey, man, that's messed up. And so they went over to Kenneth's house and arrested him on criminal mischief charges. Big J, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> He's still in jail because he apparently was dropping a duke on somebody else's house in December of last year and got arrested for He's, that, too. He's a serial duker. Yeah, he's a serial crapper. And I, I, so it sounds to me like this guy did nothing wrong and he's just got a mentally disturbed neighbor that likes to squeeze out deuces on people's property, which is weird. He's the crapper who craps at midnight. Bunch of weird fecal stuff happening in Florida, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's what toilets are for, everybody. You don't need to be completely nude and going to the bathroom on your neighbor's lawn or front porch or also like... 
Guys, try to keep in mind where we're living and what we're... Everybody has a ring camera now, man. You're not getting away with anything. It's not happening. Porch pirates, not working. Porch crappers, certainly not working. Ding dong a ditch. Right. Can't even do that. Nope. That's a lost art, my friend. Because everybody's got you on camera, It, it was bro. eventually going to happen. Like, you, you took away, you know, the prank phone calls, caller ID, and that was the next thing to go. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong ditch is no longer a thing. Uh, and thank goodness for that. So there's a lesson for you. If you're going to crap on somebody else's porch, odds are that's going to be on camera. You're going to get arrested. And if we're being honest, you're probably going to end up on TikTok. Never a good thing either. Morning after with Nick and Big J. <laughs> There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. It's my hero here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And sure, you could be having a bad day. Things could be going wrong for you this week, but at least you're not Brittany Reiner. She is a very popular WNBA player, maybe the best in the league, Big J. She's pretty famous and good at what she does, and she is in some serious trouble. Have you seen this story? Yeah. She is oh, currently man. detained in Russia. What not, a worse place for her to be. Not a great place to be right now. They seem, so she was trying to fly out of Russia, and she got caught with a hashish oil vape cartridge in her luggage. And uh, while it's very legal in Phoenix, where Brittany lives and plays... It is very much illegal still over in Russia, and it's, like, super illegal, like, to the point where she has now been under arrest and dealing with Russian law enforcement officials and is facing up to 10 years in a Russian prison because of this particular infraction. And they're still trying to figure out how this is going to work out, but uh, it's not a great situation or a great place to be And right generally, now. in this situation, you'd have some diplomatic friendliness at least in some regard and she wouldn't end up in that big of trouble Correct. for something like this but now and what's going on forget about it right she's now a casualty of this war it's 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 insane to think like we got a real broke down palace situation going on with somebody that is fairly famous for doing what they do here in the United States stuck over there in Russia and there's still no real way or i guess designed plan to get her out of the situation she's just kind of she's playing an the idiot to for one for taking this with her you have to yeah it's i mean in traveling idea. internationally but you know listen it could be one of those deals where you know she travels a bunch and just didn't know it was in there i mean listen they're, they're, you're right it is a True. bad mistake but it is a mistake that could be made could not have been it maybe it was done purposely and she knew it was in there maybe she didn't know it was that big of a deal or maybe she didn't know and it was just in there i mean know. it sucks she got flagged on the way out instead of the way in right Right. It's a real, real problem that she's dealing with. But uh, it, it certainly is a situation that you don't want to be in when you travel internationally. That's like a nightmare scenario for you to be caught up in some sort of weird, you know, international incident <laughs> that is somewhat you're doing, but maybe not totally, you know, personally all you're at fault for. And then you got to yeah. deal with it. And in this particular situation, it would be a straight up nightmare. Slap on the wrist here, losing an arm there. Right. Or 10 years of your life yeah. in a Russian prison. Uh, you've traveled internationally. Any international incidents that Big J was involved in? No. Luckily. Smart move, my friend. Not, not luckily. Well, I'm Shot sure. my eyes and crossed my teeth. I flew all the way to Alaska to talk to Homeland Security, okay? That's true. That is true. 
uh, an interesting way to go about it, but it, it, it did happen. Uh, the only international incident that I can think of was our close call down in Mexico, which I believe I told you the story, which I thought was going to be an international incident. And I, you know, you, lucky need, it wasn't. you need to get together with my wife and share <laughs> Tijuana stories. Oh, God. Because she, you know, I mean, like growing up in San Diego, yeah. she's got some great stories about her and her best friend, Adriana, when we stayed at their place. Yeah. Uh, about as 17 year olds. Sure. Going across the border, getting wasted, and just the craziness is unbelievable. And it's a dangerous place. Oh, man. It was, well, we were 18 when it happened. We had no business being there. We decided to go way too late at night. I mean, it was just, it was just a cavalcade of bad decisions. Yeah. All of us were hammered. We had no, I mean, it was our first time, like, illegally, I guess, technically being allowed to drink. So, of course, we overdid it. And my buddy got, you know, drugged with something. We don't know what it was, but he was very clearly unconscious. And we had to, like, weekend at Bernie him uh, to a cab and then we missed the last bus to the border so we had to walk all the way to the border and then we're like there's no way they're gonna let us weaken and bernie's my friend over the border patrol but the somehow some way the border patrol did let us through and was laughing at the fact that my friend was passed out drunk and then we get across the border and of course he craps all over himself and passes out and then we have to call an ambulance it's a great story it's an awful story <laughs> and, and the only time we went to tijuana because of it uh, but we thought for sure we were going to be stuck in Tijuana, and that was not a place that you wanted to be stuck, especially at that time. It was bananas, and I am glad that we learned our lesson from that, which is trust no one, Big J, head on a swivel always, which is something that Brittany Grinder's probably learning as we speak. Morning After with Nick and Big J, coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. Please hold tight for that. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you make your living in the music industry. This should be an easy question for you to answer. In your opinion, what is the saddest song ever recorded? Um, go oh boy, I don't know. Uh, let's see. It's that. Uh, God damn it, I can't think of the name of the song. Donnie Darko. Are you talking about the Tears for Mad Fears World. cover of Mad, Mad World? World? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a good pick. It did not end up in the top five, but that is a solid pick for saddest song ever recorded. Particularly that version of it where he actually slows it down more than the Tears yeah. for Fears original. But uh, R.E.M.'s classic Everybody Hurts came in at number one on the poll of music lovers in the United States that said that that is the saddest song ever recorded. And you know what? You can make a case for that as well. That is a pretty damn sad and depressing song. Others, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You comes in fourth, and then the Beatles' Yesterday was fifth. What about on the other side of that coin, the happiest song that you're uh, that, that will actually brighten up your day when you hear it? Oh, uh, boy. I don't... Uh, I have no idea. You're not really in the business songs. of happy yeah. songs. Uh, Queens Don't Stop Me Now is number one. Dancing Queen by ABBA, number two. Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves, number three. How about motivational songs? This is a little bit more your style. What song will get your heart pumping and get you motivated? Uh, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Not bad. Uh, by Metallica. Yeah, any Metallica song, really. Number one, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, number two, and I'm Still Standing by Elton John, of course, number three. Uh, as far as most relaxing songs, Leo, Leo, Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World and Let It Be by the Beatles, top the list. So 
Uh, the one thing here is none of them are fairly new. They've all had to be around for a while for them to kind of seep into your psyche, I think, to fit into that particular category. But I'm sure we have our own favorites as to what gets us happy, sad, or motivated. But music can do all of those things, Big J. It's the beauty of music. That's absolutely right. can heal, too. Yeah. Atlanta wide receiver Calvin Ridley is done for all of next season. He was caught gambling on a couple of NFL games while he was taking a sabbatical from his team this year. That is against the rules, and therefore, because he bet on a couple of games, he is done for the season. It sounded like he wasn't going to play anyway as he's taking the punishment in stride, but probably should have known better than to open up a gambling app and bet on a couple of games in the NFL. That is not okay. Speaking of legal problems with uh, NFL players, Tampa Bay Buccaneers safety Richard Sherman pleaded guilty yesterday to two misdemeanor charges related to that drunken driving and domestic disturbance incident last summer. If you remember, he crashed into uh, he crashed his vehicle into something and then ran away from the scene and then tried to break into his in-laws house. And it was a whole brouhaha that Sherman uh, said that he just had too much to drink and had an alcohol problem and sought rehab for it. Now he's uh, serving community service and all sorts of stuff because of it, so he is dealing with that as well. Don't know if he's going to come back to the Buccaneers or if he's just hanging it up, playing it all, but uh, he'll be under supervision from the court for the next two years uh, regardless. Big J, uh, do we have our fingers this far off the pulse? I was convinced that nobody's watching The Walking Dead, but people must be still, right? Well, sure. Because they're doing another spinoff of it. They just announced it yesterday. Crazy. Uh, a fifth Walking Dead spinoff. I can name one. Can you name the other four? No. Okay, me either. Okay. This one's going to be called Isle of the Dead, but they're bringing some big stars from The Walking Dead with them. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Conrad. So Maggie and Negan are taking off to fight zombies in New York. That's basically the premise of Isle of the Dead. It's set in the same world as The Walking Dead. And so they're going to be ready and fighting more zombies in New York. I saw a picture from uh, the latest episode of The Walking Dead, and I was like, what the hell is happening? What was the picture? It was uh, two dudes like in like this really bright colored like armor, like hockey lacrosse armor. Like zombie armor? No, like to protect themselves right. from zombies. Right. But it was just, I was like, I don't, where are they getting this stuff? It looked brand new. I'm trying to think of something that I was so into and then so happy that I abandoned. Uh, and I can't think of any other example like yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah, we both Dead. bailed on that at the same time. It was such a good show. And then it just got weird. And like they started like killing people off just to kill people off. And then it started to get less interesting and even more weird and out there. And that was, I think, six seasons ago, maybe? Who knows? You and I uh, jumped ship. And they, listen, there's still people into it. And God bless them. Uh, enough to to do this, and I would think that these are the two characters that people care the most about. So, if there's going to be a successful spinoff of The Walking Dead, it would have to be this. It's going to head to AMC and AMC Plus in 2023. So, more zombie fun coming your way. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, later this week, Monster Jam is coming to the Ford Idaho Center Arena. They are going to be here Friday and Saturday. We'll get you set up with tickets. For Friday at 7 p.m. showing. Going to be a lot of fun. Just got to beat me Pop Culture Smackdown to win them. Damn, 208-287-1003 is our phone number. If you would like a shot at these tickets, of course, you are going to have to defeat Big J in order to claim them. And we'll see how easy or difficult that is today with our trivia. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Sam. All right, Sam, you're up first. We are uh, going to focus a little bit in, and at least the beginning, on International Women's Day. So we're going to go with famous first, Sam. Valentina Tereshkova. She made history in the year 1969 as the first woman in the world to do what, Sam? Was it go into space, win a gold medal for boxing, or become a U.N. ambassador? Uh, not a clue. Let's go with going to space. That is correct. Right. Russia sent her to space in 1969. Big J, Patricia Palikas was the first woman and still one of the only women to do this professionally. What is it? Is it play football, ride as a jockey in the Kentucky Derby, or be a Navy SEAL? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with be a Navy SEAL. Wrong. G.I. Jane. No. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Is it right I would be a jockey? Wrong. Well, then I would have been really wrong. Play football. Right. She did so for the Orlando Panthers of the Atlantic Coast Football League back in the year 1970. Whoa. That was a professional league. Damn. Congratulations to Patricia and congratulations to you, Sam. You've got tickets to Monster Jam. Please hold on one second. We'll hook you up with those and make sure you're all set and good to go there. Really probably should update that. What's that? We'll have some females play some professional football. Sure. I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah. And uh, let's see if it can happen. They can coach it. Right. I'm also for that, too. Yes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some headlines. Those are happening next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Not cool, man. Hey, also not cool. And start saving. Uh, Not cool, man. Pretty dark prank to pull, but a group of funeral, funeral directors in London have been suspended after a video has emerged of one of them standing over what seems to be a corpse in a body bag when one of his colleagues bursts out and sits up while screaming, which causes the victim, of course, to jump backwards in shock and fall down. The video was shot <laughs> at so funny. one of their T-Crib and Sons funeral homes in East London. And John Harris, who's a senior partner at the company, saw the video over the weekend and then confirmed that he has suspended the staff. Video was posted to Twitter on Saturday afternoon where it had gone viral. And then everybody was like, hey, man, that's kind of not cool to do that at a funeral home. And a bunch of funeral directors kind of chimed in and said, hey, listen, you know, sometimes you got to unwind doing what we do. But people thought it was disrespectful because there were also other like people getting worked on in the background and so uh we are very weird about dead things yeah and and so somebody had to do something so four funeral directors ended up being uh basically suspended for this prank so don't do i guess there's a right place and a wrong place for pranks big j and funeral homes are not one of those pranks if you're gonna do a prank don't make sure there are nobody's dead people in the frame okay yeah, prank it up. Just don't make sure there are dead people in there. I like the idea. Uh, Sounds like good fun. Also not cool or start saving. Also not cool. Let's see if you like this prank, Big J. Uh, during a viewing of the new Batman movie on Friday in Austin, Texas, somebody in the audience decided to be funny to let a real live bat inside the actual screening in the theater. Moviegoers say the movie had to be paused when the staff realized that the real life bat was flying around the theater and they tried to catch it. They were unsuccessful, of course, and had to call Animal Control for help. The theater offered to give everybody a new ticket and cover tabs, but the people inside mostly opted to just stay and watch the film, even with the bat flying around, sometimes past the screen and on the screen. 
The general manager of the theater said they'll be adding additional security to prevent pranks like this from happening again. Everybody seemed to take it in good stride, but the theater did get lose about half its people. Hey, can we agree that Batman films are not the place for pranks in theaters, guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably not, not a great thing to do in a movie. And also, you know, bats can carry rabies and God knows what else. So yeah. maybe save the pranks for something else. Not cool, man. All right. So Big J says that prank, not cool. Yeah. Funeral pranks, cool. Yes. Wrap it up with start saving. Very this cool. Nostalgia can be very powerful, but is it powerful enough for you to spend $3,200 on a Walkman music player. It is for Randy. Yeah, uh, you gotta have deep pockets though because they have two new Walkmans from Sony. The NW1AM2 uh, and WZM2 are priced at $1,600 and $3,200 respectfully, but those price tags come with some pretty fancy bells and whistles. The more affordable Walkman features an extremely strong aluminum alloy frame, that is resistant to electrical noise and other interference while delivering high quality sound. And then the more expensive Walkman was made with 99.99% purity gold-plated oxygen-free copper chassis, which prioritized nuanced sound for a premium listening experience, according to Sony. Uh, this seems like too big a boss to me. But, I mean, I guess if you want a Walkman and you want a gold-plated one, you now have the ability to purchase one for just $3,200. But what you play on that Walkman, I guess, is... I guess you also have to have a cassette collection if you want to pull it off. Yeah, you gotta have a... I mean, you gotta hold on to those cassettes. I think I finally did lose my batch of cassettes that I had. I I know they made a bunch of moves with me, but I don't know where they went. Like, I used to have, like, a cassette carrier, you know, that had the zipper yeah. on it and stuff. And I had a bunch of tapes Think in there. Think how much room that took up oh compared to God. now. Forget about it. But uh, I don't know where it is. It has gone the way of the dodo. So I would not be in the need for Walkman. But in case you are, start saving up. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date on everything. That is Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. This song is called Epiphany here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I now turn it over to the most pious man I know, that is Big J. What's going on, Big J? Yeah, well, WalletHub has released their 2022 Most Sinful States in America, Nick. Finally. I know, we've been waiting and it finally uh, was revealed. And now the interesting thing about this uh, to me is is the method in which they come to their conclusion, the methodology. and uh, They take into account several things, anger and hatred. How do you measure that? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Jealousy, excesses and vices, uh, greed, lust, and then vanity and laziness. Okay, so uh, a majority of the seven deadly sins. Yes. Uh, for let's start out with jealousy. They the thefts per capita, so they put in thefts, identity theft, and fraud. Okay. Excesses and vices, share of uh, obese adults. <laughs> so I. There's a couple reasons I can't believe where we land on the list here. Uh, fast food establishments, excessive drinking, etc. cetera. Uh, greed. I'm just getting a couple from each category here. Uh, casinos per capita. We have non-gambling related arrests and charitable donations. Uh, then we got lust. Teen birth rate. Google search interest index for triple X entertainment. <laughs> Vanity includes beauty salons. Uh, Google searches for uh, top five plastic surgeries. Laziness is share of adults not exercising, average weekly hours, worked, etc. And then uh, for hatred and 
anger, violent crimes per capita, sex offenders per capita, bullying rate, uh, hate crime incidents, and hate groups per capita. Now, uh, we come in here at a whopping 50th. We're the least sinful state in America. Look at us, everybody. I guess they didn't take into account the Idaho legislature here under hate groups. I guess not. But, you know, I, I certainly think it's very interesting the way they measure all this stuff, for sure. Uh, but I, I guess technically all of our sins take place across the border anyway, so they don't count. I mean, I guess that all of that stuff counts for Oregon, right? Yeah. Uh, not us, uh, because we're well-behaved people that don't dare do any of that stuff. Just millions of dollars go across the state line every yeah. single year. But uh, I, 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 at least we get to wear that particular tag. Does it feel good? Yeah, no. No, it feels like a farce, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it probably I, is. And uh, But uh, this, the methodology in which they get to it is, is strange and weird. Uh, but then they give points for all that. But, you, you know, of course, you can probably take a wild guess at who's number one on this list. Nevada? Nevada. And then number two? Any ideas? <sighs> New York? New no, Jersey? California. California. That makes sense. I Probably suppose. crime. Uh, uh, sure. And, you know, it's also gigantic. So a lot more stuff is going to go wrong in a place like that than it is someplace else. But also, uh, where where else is near the bottom? Like, where we beat out who? Utah, probably? We, we beat out. Uh, Utah came in 42nd. Okay. So they're lacking uh, these days. Uh, Wyoming was 49 because nobody's in that state. <laughs> uh, Vermont is 48th. South Dakota is 47th. Uh, Iowa, New Hampshire, Minnesota, North Dakota. So there you go. I feel like it's all the places that don't have a lot of population, don't have the ability to do all the terrible stuff that places that are very populated have the ability to do. Yeah. Uh, so. New York comes in 13th, if you can believe it. There you go. The so. city that never sins. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your bad impressions. Those are next on the x Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. There you go. And uh, we've got a nice prize here. Off that exit, you can also find the Ford Idaho Center Arena Monster Jam coming this weekend, the 11th and 12th. Tickets still available for this, by the way. Uh, We'll get you set up for free tickets to uh, Friday night's showing at 7 p.m. If you want to go, now be the time to get on the phone to play Bad Impressions, 208-287-1003. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody fairly famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you can go check out Monster Jam coming up this weekend. I say best of luck to everybody. Hello, the X. Um, yeah, I was calling to play Bad Impressions. Wonderful, man. What's your name? Uh, Will. All right, Will. Good luck. I won an Oscar for playing June Carter Cash in Walk the Line. Uh, I need the next one. Not so legally blonde, I guess. Check my bankroll. That's the next one. Cruel Intentions, Pleasantville Election, and Overnight Delivery. Just a few of my great early roles. Yeah. yeah, dude. Will. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that. I didn't think he was going to get it. Monster Jam passes for Friday night. Why is Reese Witherspoon in the news? Well, hey, uh, it's International Ladies Day. 
And uh, she certainly is uh, a very successful actress, but she's also a very successful businesswoman, Nick. Uh, you might not know this. Maybe you do. Uh, she's kind of like the uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, before the ladies, as she has acquired uh, quite a large amount of money in her company, uh, which is called Hello Sunshine. It's a media company, and it's worth about $900 million. That's pretty good. Uh, is it like a movie production company? Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, it's called a media company that puts women at the center of every story we create celebrate and discover so uh that's the thing they do now you know the the morning show which is on apple plus that's uh, the tv that this company's producing along with uh uh, Little Liars, I think. <clears throat> a couple of the other shows that uh, Reese has starred in here recently is a part of that. So, boom. She's making some bank on that and doing some big big Little Lies is the name of the show. I'm sorry. Congratulations. It was on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. Two seasons yeah. on HBO, I think. The limited series. But uh, good for her. Congratulations to Reese Witherspoon. Keep raking in that money. And why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. And she's making Legally Blonde 3, I believe, and the company is attached to produce that as well, which I'm sure will rake in the dough. One of my favorite, I mean, I can't, li- I can't lie, it's one of my favorite movies, Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, you, I Yeah, who else it. is in that? Josh Lucas, the voice of Home Depot. <laughs> one has a successful $900 million production company, hey, the other is the voice of Home you Depot. You leave... Josh Lucas alone. What can he do? He's a beautiful man. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next to the X-Rock. Bring Me the Horizon, Die for You is how we're wrapping up this show on Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's always appreciated. You, or I guess technically I, broke the tie. And Big J will be watching a movie called Last Scene in Idaho. It's streaming on Peacock, and he will let you know tomorrow how that particular movie is, if it's worth your time or not. Also had a chance to give away some Monster Jam tickets. We talked about neighbors taking dukes on your front porch. That's not cool, even in Florida, where it seems like anything goes. That's still very, very uncool. And we also talked about sinning and crazy trips to Mexico. A busy Tuesday, to be sure. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Hey, congratulations, man. To me? Yeah. Why? Aaron Rodgers. I saw that. Resigned this morning. Decided and decided he wasn't going anywhere. Four-year deal worth $200 million. That's $50 million a year, which is exactly what he wanted. I think it's like 153 guaranteed. It's was what I thought once the season wrapped up was that he wasn't going to go anywhere unless uh, they were completely blown away. But uh, as much as I uh, question his decisions as a human being, I think he's a hell of a football player and happy that he's staying put. As a Packer fan, how does it feel as uh, a 49er fan? Do you oh, care? Oh, no, it's great. That means Jimmy Garoppolo staying put, too. Well, no, it means usually they'll just keep beating the Packers in the playoffs. Probably. Probably. At least if that's uh, the running theme for uh, the last couple years anyway. But uh, that is how we're going to wrap things up. That'll do it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's EX. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.